Was Black Widow good? That's what we're here for, folks, because we are Was It Good? I'm Ravi. I'm here with my brothers Christian and Arjuna, and Mr. Michael is sitting to my left in the producer's chair. Let's get into it, folks. It was our first time back in the movie theater since COVID started, and everyone, I need you to rate your popcorn and the overall smell of the theater. Well, it was a li- mm. that's a lie. This is like my sixth time back in the theater. What? COVID? You've been breaking COVID protocols? Yes. Unbelievable. Broke them Unbelievable. Uh, but my popcorn was a four out of ten. Really? Whoa. Well, that w- now we should preface this. Is we did sure. see an 11.15 p.m. showing of this movie. Uh, so actually, that's a kind of an important tidbit. Because as we discuss this movie, Black Widow, uh, I think it would be wise to keep that fact in mind. That it was extremely this. late. It was extremely late, and we also we're saw this. Old. We're also old. Yeah. <laughs> and also, un, like, detrained from the theater experience. <laughs> There's that, de-trained. but then we also watched this movie in July, and we watched it in an area of L.A. known as the Valley, which is traditionally 5 to 10 degrees hotter than what Los Angeles 10 to city 15. is yeah. in terms of temperature. Um, and for some reason, AMC was very skimpy on keeping yeah, the AC I running consistently. I, I do as well. Um, Wait, and the what? theater was packed as well. So the reason I brought up rate your popcorn and the overall smell of the theater, because the theater was hot, sticky, and it did smell like, you know, um, I'm just going to say fans. Mar- Marvel comic book fans. Just, what's the term? Are you sure it wasn't my upper lip? Yes, <laughs> I am sure of that. <laughs> Christian, Christian didn't smell. It was right next to him. But you said you smelled that and it was pungent oh. there. So I mean, maybe the it overall, was <laughs> like, I don't know right. if you all saw, like. Because here's the thing. I didn't smell anything really? out of the norm. Oh, so man. maybe it was me. Oh. <laughs> if you smelled it and I didn't, and I was sitting next <laughs> to you. Melt it, dealt it. Yeah. Well, oh, you well, Jomi, Jomi. Uh, so uh, my friend Jomi is uh, in our comments. Jomi, the popcorn was four out of ten. Real quick, can we go back? We're completely off topic here. Yeah. Sure. When we have a comment, you always have to identify who yeah, the Jomi. person. I get that. I get that. But maybe they, the individual, does don't want to be identified. That's true. Sorry, Jomi. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jomi. Sorry. Social security number <laughs> one, two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah. Five. Sorry, Jomi. At four, Privet Drive. <laughs> Privet. That's a Harry Potter Harry Potter reference. reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get into it guys let's uh as always let's break our you know break break into this podcast this review of, of black widow with our one word impressions oh, and our one man. word impressions um i'm very excited for this time because Me too. i have always said with our one word impressions it can be about the actual movie itself but it can also be about the movie experience yeah and i think that is very 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 important uh, because are we all gonna have the same word? Maybe. Um, so. Should we all just say it the same fucking time? Right, let's say it. Um, because this uh, this is Arjuna has seen movies in the theaters before Christian and I. I have seen movie uh, one movie by myself recently. It was in the middle of the day, work day, and oh, ho, ho. <laughs> hey, I do whatever I want. Um, <laughs> I saw a movie and it. It's a different experience compared to when you see a big blockbuster, especially when the large group of friends, right? So let's all together at the same time say our one-word impression of Black Widow, the first movie that the three of us saw as a group since COVID or since before COVID started. Ready? So here we go. Three, two, one. P. Family. Oh, wow. What did you say? Definitely. P? P. Why did you think we will all say P? No, I didn't say, <laughs> say P. I just wanted it to be different here. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely family. Family. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It was because of my popcorn tin. It was your popcorn tin? First off, probably the coolest popcorn tin I ever got. It's a Fast and Furious one, but there's like three, they're like three tires and each section rotates. Oh, that is, cool. that is, is really cool. Sounds high Popcorn tech. was terrible in it. It wasn't uh, terrible. It just was a little stale mm. and wasn't the best. You know, it was had been sitting in there for a while. Sounds like average popcorn, to be honest. And then, yeah. Christian, you're, you're saying family because... Well, because, um, you know, this movie, Black Widow, is, is about uh, Black Widow's family. Or, quote, you know, family, her fake family. Fake family. And the whole movie, I just kept thinking of the, the, the relatively new and infamous Vin Diesel meme that's been circulating around <laughs> of him from any Fast and Furious movie where it's like, uh, I don't have friends, I have family, or any other iteration of that idea. He, he and I just kept thinking of that. Basically, the idea with that is like anything is possible with family. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Let's movie show that. So I, I went with P. 
for a simple reason of uh, oh, I know exactly why. Because it was like the like so. Oh, yeah. uh, this is the first time I'm seeing this movie, Blackwood, right? <laughs> yeah. And 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 I want to preface this real quick. I'm not saying the movie was piss. I'm not saying it was bad in that sense. But it was the one thing I will forever remember about my initial experience of seeing Black Widow. That's the, a shame. The Marvel f- movie in theater. And that's because halfway through the movie, I had to like break that cardinal rule of being the dick that gets up and crawls over people to go and pee. Oh, you left. I had to leave and go wow. and pee because all I could focus on was like, I need to fucking pee. Mm-hmm. And it's because... I have not been in a theater where you're kind of locked in a r- dark room for two hours plus. Movie etiquette. In a long, long time. So, like, I have to retrain my bladder. This is probably way too too much info. I, I thought, so I TMI thought you were going to go with pee because about halfway through the movie, yeah. the character Alexi is trying to give a pep talk to his fake daughter, Helena. He's like, I am, fi- I am ice fishing with my father. My I mean, hands fall in. He goes to toilet on my hands. Urine is 35 degrees Celsius. That was my favorite. He also works there because that yeah. is my favorite part. Yeah. And it also is so my favorite good. character of this movie is Alexi or the Red Guardian. So. Yeah. You it mean works not out the well. Crimson Dynamo? Crimson Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an actual Marvel Villain character, whatever. Oh, really? Different yes. than the Red Guardian? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Russia has its own like Avengers thing. Nice. It's very clear that uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee were not fans of Russia. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, big Whoa. surprise. Americans. Well, you also have to remember when a lot of these comics came out, there was the Cold War and there was the, the Soviet and the America versus Russia type of stuff. I mean, think of like, you know, Rocky IV. Straight America movie. versus Drago. Rocky versus Drago. Like, that was a lot of the media they solved the so the cold war in that movie yeah they they, they fixed clapped it. and they loved each other well they don't you think marvel sometimes imagines that they've like figured out the cold war as well where it's like america clearly won and russia is the second rate thing and ha 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 ha, yes. ha, ha, ha. anyway let's uh as we're on this russia kick let's talk about a couple of like the russia tie-ins mm-hmm. to uh, this movie, Mar- um, Black Widow, and other events within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this movie starts in Ohio. Never been there. Probably will never go. Uh, in 1995. <laughs> real quick, is there a reason to go to? Yeah, there's um, there's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Anyway, no Rock reason to go Hall to Hall. Ohio. <laughs> I've been there. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so the movie takes place in 1995, which is an interesting year. Does anyone know why? Oh, you told me. I told you. Do you know why? Um, in 1995. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, something Captain Marvel. Another movie <laughs> that was just kind of thrown there to kind of push the overall Marvel story ahead due to the uh, end credit scene, Captain <laughs> Marvel, takes place in 1995. Something Captain Marvel. Which is interesting. Got it. Um, then there's this movie also states that the fake Russian family was in Ohio three years, meaning they got there in 1992. And in the end of 1991, um, a little guy, a uh, very small part in the cinematic universe, known as Howard Stark, was brutally murdered by another wannabe character, Winter Soldier. In 95? In uh, 91. 91. And they arrived yeah. in 92. So Russia was very kind of hardcore, like, let's right. invade uh, the Russian, the, the United States. I don't know. So maybe they're going to make like the Americans, um, but like a Marvel version. Did you uh, watch the Americans? No, I I saw like probably a ton of trailers every season, like promoting that show. Never watched it, though. Mm. You never found it like to be interesting or. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. And I feel like now that I saw the opening, the opening 10 minutes of this movie, I'm like, I think I get the idea of the show. You know, that's it. It's just. uh, (laughs) <laughs> the invasion of uh, one country to another country with um, Kraft mac and cheese. Wow. The art of being dismissive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a movie. <laughs> oh, man. What a start. What I mean, I've already started here. Like, come on. Catch up here. Let's start with Christian. You haven't spoken a whole bunch here. Um, I Before we kind of like get into the bigger like talking points here, like, you know, I don't want to 
be the negative Nancy in this room. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Uh, do you have any? Do you guys have any part? I already said my favorite. I part. I think there was a lot of good things about this movie that I really enjoyed. Let's hear, let's hear, yeah. uh, so, like you, you already mentioned it off the top. Um, David Harbour's character, Red Guardian, Alexi, he was hilarious. Um, he really captured the essence of uh, of uh, uh, of being this like self centered. Yes. Sorry, Alexi. Isn't there a character in Stranger Things named Alexi? Yeah. Oh my God! Just that's the, just the guy. That the guy just he makes fun of. But it's not. But it's not David Harbour. No, no, I get that. It's just funny. Yeah, not yeah. the guy he makes fun of, but the guy that is they Alexi capture. a common. Like I'm not trying yes. to be an idiot, but I didn't realize that was a common Russian name. Yeah. Things you yeah, learn. It's kind of like Alex, I guess, which is a fairly oh. common English name. Interesting. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so that was really he was he he nailed it. Like every line he had was hilarious um his timing was just impeccable oh too. it was like like the timing with the crimson dynamo line he gives like the right pause and he's like it's the red card yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah after this impassioned like yeah please like stop She's like, talking. you don't I care you. you don't care yeah. you just want to talk about just, your crimson dynamo time and just like and he's just like and he looks so sad and then he's like <laughs> it's red guardian <laughs> so good uh and then the other part of that scene i thought um Florence Pugh was a revelation. So I haven't seen Midsummer. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the Little the other three movies that she's been nominated for. She, uh, she did really well in. Um, so this is the first time I've I've been able to see her perform, and she I she like killed it. She she might have been like the strongest part of the movie. Um, uh, it's kind of similar to like her her comedic timing was really down. She conveyed the emotion of being. Of hoping that this family was real, that she nailed that emotion. Family, family—it's <laughs> all that matters. Uh, so uh, those two parts right there, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the whole the whole reunion scene when they're uh, they meet up with uh, the mother and the passing around drinks and that whole thing. That was like my favorite like section of the movie. That's when I went um, to go pee. Really strong. That's when you went to go pee, huh? Yep. Because yeah, I was like, this is a bunch of character development. Yeah. I gotta go. That was the best part. That was the best part. The dinner sequence. Yeah, I mean, I, I, saw, I really I, enjoyed I saw, it. I saw most of it. Like, yeah. I'll say this about when I have to go. Like, I'm very quick and efficient. Needed so. too much. You sure though? Because sometimes I, you disappear. Hold on a second. When I said I, when I need to be, ah. when I disappear is because I don't want to be there. Ah. Take a hint. What's often? Take ah. a hint. It's always, <laughs> all the time. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. I uh, you know, and um, the music was uh, super good. The the haunting rendition of uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." I think he asked you for your favorite part, not every part you liked. Yeah. Oh no, no, he asked <laughs> not uh, the whole were, movie. No, you were. You said, uh, "Was there any parts that you enjoyed?" Damn it! You've stolen all the ones I was. Gonna I know, say. I know. I'm doing that on purpose. Come up, Arjun. Come Ooh, up. Oh, Taskmaster oh, well. before the reveal. I thought it was pretty good. And then okay, they reveal. No, no, no. Oh, okay, you've set me off. I'm off. I'm triggered. I'm triggered here. Okay, right, let's do it. Taskmaster was Taskmaster. 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 Yeah. Which basically sounds like an evil, like elementary school productivity teacher. Yes. Now that I think about it's it, your, it's your it's your hall monitor. Yeah, yeah, uh, like that. What that one kid? That one kid in school that wants to like be ahead. Oh God! Now I hate that even more. Anyway, Taskmaster. Yes. Was cool the first time we saw them, and then was not cool ever again. Even before <laughs> the real reveal. And the reason I say it wasn't cool is a long time ago I had a fellow video editor. Um, that made a really good point about how slow motion shots have been so overutilized, number one in Hollywood, and then number two in vlogs and YouTube videos, <laughs> and they're just fucking everywhere. That You went through a phase, too. I, I definitely, I'm still in that phase. I, oh, will okay. hi, I will admit, like, I love slow-mo shots, but I love slow-mo shots of different things, right? Sure. I don't love slow-mo shots of the same character walking in different uh, paths, Right, and I also don't love like the exact same music sequence and the same stupid weird breathing. Like I don't like that. <sighs> and there was so much of that. Oh, so you hate Darth Vader? There is no <laughs> slow mo shots of Darth Vader. Yeah, but he has the breathing. That's different. Literally, <laughs> all the time. Right, but that was the first time I heard it. Right, the Taskmaster's weird fucking breathing. That's not the first time I've heard weird breathing. Like come up with something different. Maybe like what, maybe like their their nostrils breathe fire. That'd be cool, but she's but but she's wearing a, a helmet. I don't care. I'm trying to make this better. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there was just too many Taskmaster show uh, slow mo shots. Interesting. That it just got very 
annoying. It was like, I, I get you it. You picked up on I, it. I get it. You're trying. I'm intimidated. I get it. I get You're it. A bad everyone's a, everyone's afraid of this character. I get it. Stop fucking showing me that. Do something different. Mm. It's like that meme with the the dog. Like do something. My my favorite or the funniest Taskmaster moment. Was funny. Oh boy! And, uh, <laughs> See, that's well, that's not, a problem right there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's not. It's just not not specific to Taskmaster. It's like we talked about this for Falcon Winter Soldier too. But Shield physics within the MCU are oh, always like wonky yeah. and funny. When they're in the underground subway and oh, yeah. Taskmaster <laughs> throws the shield, and somehow the shield goes parallel, and then it bends down and follows the escalator railing yeah. down, and then bends back up to like. Did it bounce off something? No, it just it just did it just went bloop bloop. Oh man! Yeah, but it, but it wouldn't work. But it would not work that way. It would. It would. Uh, let's go. Let's go try right now with a frisbee or any any. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. yeah, yeah. But so, uh, but here's so here's why I thought like, so Taskmaster to me the the vibe I was getting when they first introduced. The Taskmaster sure. was like, oh, man, this is, I'm getting, like, Winter Soldier vibes. And I really enjoyed the Winter Soldier. Like, I thought Winter Soldier when we first uh, saw him in um, the Winter Soldier. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm dying. Um, you know, super intimidating, like, scary, and, like, the action of it was, like, super effective. And I got that vibe with Taskmaster, right? Like, the fact that. She could mimic anyone that sure. she'd seen, and the the fight scene was, like, brutal. But then, like, I, I get worried that Marvel's falling into this trap where they're going to try and redeem too many of their villains. Um, they, they did that with Loki. Obviously, they're doing that with Loki, and Loki works, because we've seen Loki a bunch of times, and Loki's had a lot of time to be bad. Mm-hmm. So, it's you know, I, I like the redemption there. It's, like, something different. We saw Taskmaster for, like, an hour, and now it's already re- she's already redeemed. 25 like minutes. 25 minutes. And... You know, I would have liked to have seen more time, more movies or TV shows with Taskmaster being this question mark and this like really intimidating this mystery. Like, so mystery. Here, but yeah. here's the here's the thing though, Taskmaster. I guess the question I have for you is: Are you saying Taskmaster? Taskmaster. Taskmaster. What is the name? Taskmaster. Like Task. I don't like that name. It's say British. Taskmaster. Do you think TM? TM. All right. TM. Trademark. Do you think though, like? Taskmaster was presented to you as the villain, or you went into this thinking Taskmaster was the villain because marketing, marketing, as yeah. opposed to like when you look at the movie. I mean, it's very difficult to do. Like, let's pretend you saw no marketing material, and you also had no like. I know you, you don't know super well who Taskmaster is I based on the comics, no, nothing. but you have a basic understanding because I know for a fact we used to watch the Avengers Assemble series. I the cartoon, never watched that. You watched it. You I were did. There. I you were high as fuck. You, right you were high as fuck. It was Arjuna. It was Arjuna. I get you confused. (laughs) Wow. But Taskmaster has always been, like, in the comic lines, like, this own individual character offering assassin, et cetera, et cetera. We also have to remember, like, Marvel MCU is its own separate thing. It is not what the comics is. Yeah. So when I look at – I know it's very hard to do, but when you look at Black Widow as just a movie, no marketing material, Taskmaster to me is not – the villain. It's sure. not the antagonist. She's definitely not. It's yeah. just this thing, right? So I don't know if the argument makes sense where Marvel is trying to redeem the villains. Mm-hmm. I think what they're doing or trying to do is humanize or, you know, make you feel bad for people in shit situations, which this no, no, character no, no, no. is 100%. Yeah, yeah no, and yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. I just, um, I, the, like, you're totally right, and I don't mind doing that at all. I just think it would kind of been cool to, like, play with the mystery of, Taskmaster and the the combat that she has, like everything that she can do, a little bit longer past this movie, mm-hmm. and then if you have several movies or a bit more time with this like really effective, deadly assassin, and then you reveal this is why, mm-hmm. oh, it would, be, it would hit so much harder. I, I don't, I, but I, uh, to play devil's advocate, she is still a trained killer, mm-hmm. and like you saw that in the after credit scene with Florence Pugh's character, yeah, Yelena. Even though she did a good thing and took down the red room, and she's she, been freed of the she's been mind freed control. of the mind control. Yeah, she's still a hired killer. She's That's still true. doing bad things, working with um, uh, Julia Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus's character. We know they're not. That's not an entirely good organization. There's nothing to say that the remaining widows out there and Taskmaster 
couldn't be doing the same thing because sure. they've been hired killers for so long. It's like, well, I got to make my living and money sure, but, but the, but the I would say, still whole, I would say this. Though, I would say this. Like, yeah, exactly. There's the mystery. I would also say that's part. I, I didn't know we were in reckless speculation mode, but sure. we don't oh, know if that's yeah. actually true, right? Like, we don't know. Like, all we're given. And that, and I were well, jumping. She says, well, but no, but she's, Valentina specifically says, how would you Val. like, right. <laughs> but she specifically says, how would you like to take down the your first target, right. Hawkeye? Hawkeye is quote unquote, a good character that they're trying to kill this character in but the, in the premise of these shows. No, 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 right. she's not. But yeah. because, because we, if we're, we're, we're looking at like Yelena and the widows and Taskmaster with those characters, right? Mm-hmm. These trained killers. Yeah. It kind of goes to show that all of these characters aren't just "quote unquote" good all of a sudden. No. They're not all like we're superheroes, you know. Like, but hasn't the MCU shown us that? I don't. I think there is like good. There's bad, but there's a lot of a lot of times where there's this like in between thing, right? Sure. Tony Stark is a really good example of this person trying to do good, but the entire MCU to a degree Causes, like, free is, is his fucking like fault. Yeah. Like if you yeah. take M- like Tony Stark's character and remove him from the MCU. A lot of bad shit doesn't happen. A lot of yeah, it doesn't like <laughs> so it's like Age of Ultron doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then therefore like Thanos so doesn't happen. So yeah. <laughs> like a lot of stuff just does not happen. Yeah. So I think it's tricky. I think the MCU does a pretty good job. Like, WandaVision did a great job, mm. right, sure. of what is good, what is bad, what is pain, what is this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a, an American, and I believe, like, Wanda should have been locked up afterwards mm. because, you know, she tortured an entire fucking town. I mean, that's a good, it's a, that's a, it's a great uh, it's conversation. A very, it's a very great uh, area. And I think, which, is, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. and cool. I think that's the one thing that makes MCU stand apart from, like, DC and yeah. all that fun I, stuff. Yeah, like I said, I 100% agree with everything you both said. It's just I would have, I thought it would have it been a cool just to have a bit more time with Taskmaster being this mysterious uh, killer before revealing um, sort of her backstory. But then she, she doesn't get to fulfill her role as the literal embodiment of Black Widow's mistakes coming back to haunt her. Uh, yeah. Within the context which of is, the movie. Which is... Yeah. Which, Wasn't which it the is blood ledger that like Loki true. mentioned very in true. Avengers? Yeah, I mean, everybody's got a ledger, right? I, I mean, even, even like Alexi... Alexi makes a fun of the ledger. He's like, my girls filled with blood. are filled <laughs> with, blood. with blood. He's like, so good. I couldn't be more proud. Oh, it's so... He's so good. Arjuna, I th- I'm going to say it right now. I think you should do Red Guardian. Yes. I need to start growing... Great. No, we just fill you with a pillow. It's fine. We've done it before. Um, just start growing your beard out excessively. <laughs> yeah, there we go. To that point. We've done it before. Yeah. That would be a fun... Like an LA Comic Con. Arjuna's walking around... Yeah, Red we'll Guardian. give him a bottle, like a vodka bottle that's filled with water. No, vodka. No, no, water. We Why? know that's his MO. Wait, should I do it like Devin Booker with the Suns and just have the classic bottle and just says book on the side? So just, just like red. Yeah, there, <laughs> there, you, go. there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other points of this movie that happened. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that isn't listed here. Do you think this movie... Was good. Like I think, I think we're getting <laughs> to the point where, like you know, the general consensus so far. Not talking about the three of us, but general consensus of a lot of people are happy with the movie. Right? Mm-hmm. They're happy to go see it. I would argue that this is the kickoff to say that movies and the blockbuster. It's back. We're back, sure. baby. Right? Like 100%. I would say, uh, not Christopher Nolan's fucking dumbass. Vin Diesel, movie. Vin Diesel oh, would man. say F nine was the kickoff. Fuck that movie because it's about family. The family's good. Wait, actually, but fuck Vin Diesel. Uh, actually, real quick, which one do we think is going to do better? Black Widow. Widow over F nine. Yeah, yes, so. is F nine. I'd be curious to does see. Does F nine have any digital presence, or is it just solely theaters? Does anyone, does anyone know? Have digital presence. Like, is it being simultaneously released at the same time? Oh, uh, I don't think so. I think it's exclusively in theaters. Then I think they fucked up. Well, no, I'm talking about the theater number. So I, I think F nine because F nine apparently is getting very good uh, audience. Uh, it's about family thing. Even <laughs> I saw F nine. Yeah, you did. Did you really? Yeah. Really. Wow! Do you I think I still need to watch six in, of those in Sacramento? Oh, nice! Was so, uh, well, to go back to our previous discussion about theaters being hot, I've been in like three theaters now, mm. and they were all hot. So I feel like theaters because they lost so much money are like, we need to save money, so no more AC for you. <laughs> Is that your conspiracy theory? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're all just like, yeah. no. 
We can't. We can't spare the AC. <laughs> AC is like your parents when you were younger, turning on the AC because it's hot. No, 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 no. The electric bill would be too high. That's what AMC <laughs> and theaters have become. Yeah. Um, as ours, we do these podcasts live on youtube.com slash was good every Monday and Friday. You can jump in and comment. We have a bunch of comments here that we want to just bring up real quick. And uh, Christian has eyes, so he's going to read a couple here. Oh, I am. Or uh, just uh, yeah, a couple comments here. Uh, Sahara saying uh, Florence Pugh is amazing, um, which I agree. For this is the one we've actually seen here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, ta- uh, Tasma also says uh, Tasma says it wasn't very memorable or important at all. <sighs> yeah, I mean, but to Michael's yeah, point, to to our producer's point, she served a very specific purpose for Black Widow. Also, and at the end of the day, that this we, is what the movie. We've about. talked about the negatives, but in terms of the positives, like some of the fight sequences between they were great. Her and that's um, why I wanted more. Natasha were some of the best we've ever seen in the MCU. Yeah, you know, like this movie has a lot of parallels or a lot of comparisons. I think to Winter Soldier, and yeah. I think a lot of the positive ones would be those fight sequences, sequences, and those action sequences are top notch. Some of the best we've seen, and um, I am starting to get tired of the the white bold font of just like country and years that started in Winter Soldier, and they have just continued. It's such to a use basic font movies. too. It just looks like, like it looks like well, it's, old it's, times it's also Roman. like <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I hate, I hate that because like <laughs> our movies in modern day America. Go all over the world, right? You're sure. in, you're 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 going here to country to country to country. I think it's also being done because like a lot of these, like the Marvel films, for example, like they if you look at the around. end credits, there's so much like thank thankfulness yeah. to like the film industries in those countries. And I feel like you don't have to do it, like put the bold things, but sure. I feel like it's a nice like thank you to the country to let you know America come in there, film it, and do all that fun stuff. So I understand why they're kind of doing it. It is kind of annoying because it also feels like oh, the, the filmmakers font. feel like we're stupid. Like you can't do enough establishing yeah. shots to be like, this is Cuba. This is another country this or is, whatever. Yeah, this is this area. Yeah. So or, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird spot there. I will say when it comes to the fight sequence, um, Yelena, you see Elena, right? The, the younger sister? Yes. I think her, her best bit her best piece is uh her comedy not her comedy but just how blunt she is yeah and then also like making fun of natasha and her weird you know like pose yep <laughs> wait hold on, hold on oh it was so it was so funny. there we go yeah. <laughs> it was so good yeah like during the well, during like like the gas station or the convenience store and she's just like on the like yeah she know. just gets on that and does <laughs> yeah, it like yeah, naturally yeah. And it's like why why do you do this one of the yeah, things yeah. i do like like about is. marvel and mcu is they like to poke fun at they are open to poking fun at themselves and for sure just like poking fun at the here's this this pose that's done that we <laughs> do for whatever reason <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah and they make fun of it and they do a good job with it yeah it's relatable what are your thoughts on the real villain of this film i'm not gonna be metaphorical like valentina for, yeah no no um ray winstone's uh, Drakoff. Drakoff. Uh, Drakoff. what do you what do you like eh, i will say that this is kind of really fucked up to say. But I will say one of the best parts overall of this film is how they presented this character and how they were very, very different from, in my opinion, how other MCU properties have kind of treated the bad person, the bad thing, or the, the, the bad guy. Where the bad guy is Ultron. I'm a big robot. I'm going to wipe out all of our Earth and humanity. And this character is just this weird, fucked up, perverted piece of shit of a human sure. being. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really good job of Making me think that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I, I think he's kind of forgettable, to be honest. Like, he does bad stuff. and yeah. like, But that's like the only part that's rememberable is the yeah, bad shit. But, it's the best stuff, but, but it worked, though, to, like, I'm make like, me eh, hate I, him. Okay. Yeah, like, sure. there, there was an emotional, was like, enough for you. I fucking hate okay. this guy. Sure, like, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As opposed to Ultron, where it's just like, I am Ultron. I am going to destroy you all. <laughs> well, his well, voice this guy's was like, like wait, is that I Count Chocula? What was that? <laughs> his voice was way cooler than that. Cause, <laughs> no, he was Count Chocula. Yeah, it was, uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say the wrong name. James Spader. Spader. It was James Spader. James Spader was amazing. Not the other one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember a couple yeah. months ago. Oh, that's oh, right. You man. you really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh no, <laughs> um, oh no, Marshall, yeah. Marshall. No, but Marshall. like, to be honest though, like he like Taskmaster served a he serves a purpose I, as a character. Very blunt. 
very. It was weird you know. to see Beowulf just go become so Beowulf. evil. I uh, he I played I, Beowulf. Uh, yeah, you didn't re- yeah, Ray yeah. Winstone. <laughs> Ray Winstone played I Beowulf. I didn't. Remember. He's also funny. in. He's also in the Departed. Because Ray Winstone has never been a man who is of like a, mm. you know, Chris Hemsworth type of physique, right? He's been a shorter, kind of rounder guy for a lot of his career and people were kind of <laughs> thought it was funny when he was Beowulf because they did like the CG crap. They did the yeah. CG crap and yeah. they're like, that's not his body. But he has a great voice <laughs> so it worked. Real quick, speaking of bodies, uh, when it's revealed who Taskmaster is, did anyone look at that scene because she takes her head, her helmet off Yes, and then there is a profile shot of both her Natasha yep. and then her Taskmaster and it very much reminds me of a Spartan from Halo, mm. where they've got these tiny heads and these ripped out fucking uh, armor yeah, bodies, because yeah. it's a very it's you know CG. And yeah. then let's get into the CG. The CG for her head and the armor was bad. The, uh, a lot of the CG was bad. There's a the, the, ton the, of shots the, where it just CG costume. Yeah, yeah, it I, wasn't I was a real costume. So I, she didn't, was I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with that. What I had a problem with with the CG was at the end when the the ship is falling and the explosions look so fake, like the fire. It looks uh, really Oh, when, uh, when Yelena gets blown from this thing. Yeah. That fire so looked bad. like it was like Pinnacle 8. I think, like, I think YouTubers effects. make have better, better effects. I was watching early today Batman like, Returns hell? with Michael Keaton, which came out the year of oh, Arjuna's birth, 1992. Yeah. And, you know, they there's a scene where they blow up the zoo and, like, even though it was a miniature, they blew up the fucking zoo. Right. And it's like that fire, that destruction is like, yeah. That fire and shit that you see, and it's just, it looks so it's bad. It's like cool. You know what the problem is? It's just bait. Let me put on my conspiracy head. You know what the problem You look is? like Michael Moore. You know what the problem is? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to teach kids that fire is not, not real. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go back to Worcester, kid? So, so go do back you, to Bill do you think Do you think the, the, who would benefit from not having fire be real? The fire know. god. The oil companies. <laughs> Wait, what? The uh, water. The, the water. oil companies, because then they can go and start drilling everywhere. And then when this fire shows up. So this whole Gulf of Mexico It's Smokey the Bear. He's not behind the conspiracy. He go. wants more forest fires. There you go. That's what? No. <laughs> Let's jump into Valentino or Val mm. real quick. So this movie. The true villain. Of was course. supposed to come out a hell of a long time ago. May of 2020. And then after that, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first Disney Plus show. Correct. Now, I've read and heard a ton of different rumors in terms of the after credit scene in Black Widow was supposed to be something completely different than what we saw. I'm not sure if that's entirely true or whatnot. But the one thing I have heard is that Val or Valentina was going to be first introduced there mm-hmm. in Black Widow. And then you would see Valentina in the episode with, you know, dumb fuck Captain America or was it Agent... John Walker. John Walker, but agent something. U.S. agent. U.S. agent. <laughs> uh, US and that agent. would be the second time you see this character. Yeah. Do you think with the flip-flop, is there any change in terms of either impact? Do you I think, think it works. Because it, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's an introduction to kind of the character in both. Mm-hmm. Not that uh, you don't need to exactly know who she is in this, right? Because first off, it's an after credit scene. They don't need to like fully establish the character. As we've seen with these after credit scenes, it's just a connective tissue to something else. This one being likely to Hawkeye, the Disney Plus show. It's the, mm. the picture that is shown to her is is Hawkeye. Um, it just kind of establishes the presence of this character, though, that she is some type of powerful, influence, influential person. Who, who wants is, a pay raise. Who, is, who <laughs> does want a pay raise, who is allergic to the Midwest, mm-hmm. uh, and who is kind of recruiting these... <laughs> People, people who with have, very special who skills. have very special skills to do <laughs> very special tasks for her. The League of is Extraordinary good, Gentlemen. You know, is it good? Is it bad? We can infer a little bit, right? We can infer, but it's probably not the best. You know, it's probably a little shady, especially because she like went Just after, like, she went after John Walker, who was like, you know, you know, <laughs> discharged and did some bad shit in Falcon <laughs> Winter Soldier. You know, Yelena. I they're mean, talking about targets and like. Who but then again, the, both those characters sort of redeemed themselves. So uh, John Walker's redemption was stupid. So. <laughs> I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier just I, I did don't, not work. I don't so. disagree, but yeah. I think it's interesting. Valentine or Val's character will be an interesting one. What's happening? I mean, we do know that the actress that plays Yelena was confirmed in a Variety article back in December of 2020 that her character, Natasha's sister. Yelena. No, we're just going to call her Natasha's sister. Elena. Yelena. The Yelena. new Black Widow? 
We don't know what she. Know. Where she's little, widow. She, she little Widow. Um, little Widow. Little Widow. Because she was in. She was in a movie called Little Women. So Little. Oh, widow. oh Little Widow. Uh, but it was confirmed L-I-L. back in December 2020 that she would be in the Hawkeye series. Hawkeye. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Maybe she is playing the villain, or maybe like I was saying, maybe Yelena is kind of good, and she's just doing this work with Val to get more insider information or whatnot. Maybe she's pulling a. Hydra and Shield or Shield and Hydra. I don't know. Well, I think she'll be introduced as like some element of the show, and you know that will set her on some other path that will be you know a thread that we picked up elsewhere in another show or movie or, or whatever else. But I ha- I have a question for both of you. No, the answer is C. The answer is C. Okay, that's sixty nine. <laughs> we it seems with everything that we've gone so far in Phase Four, we've get, we're, be- we're being given two sort of. Fairly distinct. I'm sure they'll come together at some point. Storylines. We've got like a very geopolitical post snap storyline dealing with shady governments and, you know, underground black markets and stuff like that. And uh, that's sort of what we got from Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, this uh, Black Widow movie. And then on the other side, we've got this really fantastic. Uh, multiverse, interdimensional storyline going on. For me, I find myself much more drawn to this uh, interdimensional timeline, multiverse of madness story, and everything that isn't related to that, to me, comes in a very clear second place. Is that an is that a problem? Is anyone else having that issue? I don't think it's anything different from what Phase 1, 2, and 3 were. Because phase one, two, and three were basically like, if you want to bring it down to what it was, mm. it was there's this magical scientific thing happening in the universe where Thor's going and, and fighting Christopher Eccleston in a plastic suit That's over true. some liquid <laughs> shit. That's true. Um, compared to Captain America finding out that a snake headed Nazi organization was living in a military group. Mm. Like, it's not, I, I, we, we, that's always what. To me, anyway, the the comics, everything has been is like there's the weird shit happening, yeah. and then there's the shit grounded in America. The, the government shit, the government yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that they're trying. That's there's, true. There's more of an emphasis with like there is the greater, you know, galaxy and universal stuff, like with the TVA, you know, with Loki, with uh, with the reality stuff, with Wanda, you know, the this multiverse of madness that we know it's coming, the quantum mania with Ant-Man. Right. Um, where they're, ex- they're literally expanding, you know, I think, outside of Earth and these different realms and whatnot. And Time then, itself. And then I, I think, I think kind of like the first three phases did, right? You had more of this Earth storyline of the Sokovia Accords and everything, mm-hmm. and, and that led to the fracturing of the Avengers, which then had all that fantastical stuff come to Earth and be influenced because of this geopoliticalness. And I'm sure, you know, they're diverging right now, but they will converge somehow. Yeah. And maybe and maybe this is literally what they're setting up. This is just a guess. You're going to have this multiverse war and whatever, or multiverse madness, and things will change and reality will change. And then all of a sudden, you're going to have mutants. <laughs> but what's... But but what's going to be happening on Earth? There's all this geopoliticalness and stuff going on. And what's the number one thing that's related to mutant storylines? It's this fear, uh, the fear of powers and government control and all that type of stuff. Maybe that's how it kind of combines. And there's this whole thing of like, we can't trust these people with metahuman abilities. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. I guess I guess uh, just for me personally at this point, I'm finding I'm finding it. You know, if like if I'm ranking stuff or it's stuff sure. I'm gonna go back and watch versus the stuff I'm probably not like seems to be a very clear winner for me, and it's seems to be driven by the the subject matter. It's the Red Guardian. For you. The Red Guardian, absolutely. If uh, I think there's no Red Guardian, like, I don't if want. If you want to take it, a step back though, like <laughs> remember Marvel's or Disney? What's their big thing, right? They want to Synergy. cater oh. to the entire family, family. right? That's family. a good point. Family. That's a good. point. Oh my God! God, Vin Diesel did it again. <laughs> Shit! I don't know this about Christian. It's not about geopolitical. It's it's not about multiverses. It's about family. But that's what. I, the so the, day, the, the reason right. I bring that up though is like when you look at like the three shows that have come out so far: sure. Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and like WandaVision. And I'm not trying to generalize the the world right here, but like I look <laughs> at like a Falcon and Winter Soldier. What is that? That's your action. That's your like oh, yeah? grounded yeah. in geopolitics it's and shit commando. that, you know, a person of a certain grouping would be like, oh, it kind of relates to what I'm familiar with in the world. While WandaVision <laughs> is this weird, wacky, like family dynamic. Yeah. And that's like what I like. And that's the thing I care about. 
And then Loki yeah. is this weird, super, super fantastic, weird, yeah. um, you know, very out there, new age yeah. type story. That Loki's happening. the best one. Loki, I but, think but Loki's considered people. the best one, though, to I know, us, I know, I know, because I'm it is just, so yeah, different. Like right. Falcon but. Winter Soldier, you know, to a degree, I could argue it's no different than like a Walker Texas Ranger. Well, it's, it's, like, it's action driven. It's, it's very like, familiar to what we've seen in the MCU, right? So you're I'm, just, I'm not talking. I'm talking. I know, no, I know, yeah, right, yeah. but if you're looking at like MCU fans, they're like a lot of MCU fans love Falcon and Winter Soldier because it's yeah. something they're familiar with. Yeah. Other people love WandaVision. You know, like yeah. these shows have been successful in that way because they've they're different. They're different, and people like them. And yeah, they Was make it, money. Um, so. Charles Gambino says, "Motherfucker, I'm different." Is is that a quote of his? Yes, yeah, in a song he oh, says. Nice. Oh, yeah, from like 2000 or something. Yeah. Uh, Arjun, you haven't given us your favorite part, or maybe you did and you just didn't write it down. No, I took all of them. He took all mine. No, I do have a favorite <laughs> part, and my favorite part has to be the tin that I got. Has to be uh, the guy who probably no one remembers, Rick Mason's character. Yes, because he yes. was so. No, I'm just kidding. He was who? Really? I, was yeah. Right. Can I, <laughs> please, wait. Which one's Rick Mason? Please don't laugh at this. Please don't laugh. Who's at Rick this. Mason? I Rick. I like Rick O-T- Mason. O.T. Fagenbaum. I don't know how you say his last name. The actor's name. Yeah, he was the one that provided Natasha with all the gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I liked oh, him. Oh, I liked oh. him because I liked his style. He's British. No, he's like clothing style. Like I thought it was cool. Brown jacket. Oh, his fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool. Classic. Very classic. I like that yeah. he was always asleep. That's pretty. Yeah. That's too. I like that like he just too. lives out in nature. Apparently, like uh, yeah. we just yeah, we just see him in the in the field. I remember thinking he was going to be Taskmaster for <laughs> everyone. A long time. The internet yeah. thought that. Yeah, it's like he's yeah. Taskmaster. And it's like no, oh, he's just yeah. This, oh wow, wow. Oh, he's, he's, I think, thought uh, Mephisto was Taskmaster. Do you think he? Do you think? I thought Loki was Taskmaster. How sad do you think? He was when he found out that Romanoff died. We'll have to find out in the Rick Mason. Uh, <laughs> he clearly didn't care them. Oh, actually, no. They never really had a funeral for Natasha, did That's they? the thing. This is the first time we've seen the graveside in the after credit scene. Yeah. They do yeah. the big Tony Stark thing. She doesn't really get a thing. No, didn't they do them together? Yeah. Not really. No, I thought the Tony, Tony Stark thing yeah. also had Natasha. Like, she was also part of that. I, I don't think it was. That's what I thought that was Iron Man. There was oh, a deleted man. scene after that that was never put in the movie where. I saw that. Um, Wanda is talking to Clint and is like, oh, I can feel them or, or something like, like that. that. Speaking about, like, her kept that. dying and all that. So in this after credit <laughs> scene, so as she throughout this entire movie, Natasha and her sister, Yelena, have this thing where About they'll... The vest. Well, yeah, there's the vest. We'll talk about <laughs> that real quick. So the vest that you see um, Natasha wear in Infinity War, is it? Yeah, Infinity, Infinity War. With the blonde hair, yeah. Yeah, the vest that has tons of pockets is from her sister, which is kind of cool. It's actually hilarious because she's like, I really love this I vest. I wonder, is Disney <laughs> making this vest? Is this vest coming out soon? Baby, that's someone That's someone you know that you can ask. Bob Iger. Yeah. Um, Call it Bob. But anyway, the 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 you completely ruined my train of thought here. Now now I'm stuck on. I can, I can go back on to my what my actual favorite part of the movie is. No, I skipped over that clearly. Oh. <laughs> What's your favorite part, guy? Uh, I would have to say of all the things that have not been taken. Oh, sorry. Of uh, of what my favorite part is, it's got to be the opening, the music, uh, and the in the op- specifically that opening credit um, song. Um, what's the What's the song called? It smells like Teen Spirit. Nirvana smells yeah, like yeah, Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah well, the, no, it wasn't Nirvana. The, uh, the, it that wasn't Nirvana. Well, it wasn't Nirvana. Well, this version was not. This is a cover. Yeah. Right. But yeah. this this version was incredibly well done. You know what's and, interesting? Uh, a lot really of people it. did not like it. Really? A lot of reviews I saw on like YouTube were saying the weird creeped out, non non need or not needed. Not needed. Not needed. I thought it. I thought it, was, it did a really good job. Setting the tone of what the do you think the original Nirvana though could have done the same tone? No, 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 no. even like if they distorted the original with Kurt. Oh, I don't think if you distorted uh, enough, maybe. But I like this cover. Well, I like that it was sung. You know, this is a song about, and specifically what they're showing in those opening credits is what these young girls have to go through through the widow program. I think it's more powerful if it's sung by a female because it is about these young girls and and what they're going through. So I I feel like. The I red room. feel like it wouldn't have been as powerful if they just took the original Nirvana version and distorted it. But I thought I thought the, it was great because it really set the tone of like, holy shit, this is what these people have to go through. What these yeah like the children, brutality of it. These children have to go through. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. it's just really really like devastating, and like you feel that. I feel like actually I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You know, like I'm drained. Oh shit! Here we go again. Yeah, pretty much. Did you buy it on Apple Music? <laughs> not yet. We're not sponsored by Apple Music. I just know that our genius. What about Spotify? For some reason. 
Yep, yeah, let's just move on from that. Um, but the other big thing th- that happened between the two sisters is there's their bird call, right? The <laughs> thing. So going back to the end sequence, we end <laughs> uh, your ears, Michael. <laughs> um, so at the very end sequence, we hear Yelena whistle, and then, you know, in most, I don't know, I guess, how do I put this? Yeah, you would expect a whistle back, right? And sure. then the scene would end, and then everyone would start screaming and crying. Natasha's alive. And Natasha's alive. But instead, what do we get? We get a the no, nose, the nose, nose from, yeah. and she's like, "Do you oh, think? Foul. Do yeah. you think?" I guess my my question for you two is: If we had heard a whistle black, a, a whistle back, thank God we did, and then we got just black, and then the rest of the crowd would have hated it. I would have pissed. I would, I, I, it would have. It would have. Not ruined the movie, but it would have certainly. Did your voice just break? A little bit. You started ruined crying. The movie? It would have ruined. You're Endgame. like you're like. So when we watched this movie yesterday, it means Endgame has no it, consequences. When we watched uh, this yeah. movie the other day, <laughs> yeah. um, there was somebody in the audience during that end sequence oh. where they saw Natasha's oh grave God. and they no. started going, like, "Oh no, no, no!" no. 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 So the theory. So we have a theory. Like, if uh, I wish we knew who this person was, because I really want to know. Like, have you seen Endgame, or yeah. did that just get? fucked for you yeah. like it, honestly and there's no you, excuse and how did no you excuse. not get that spoiled over yeah, two years exactly. that's, that's, that's no there's no excuse and then why if you if you were able to do that why would you go see this movie thursday night at 11 15 p.m because it takes place there's earlier. so many questions <laughs> like why there's so i mean but the logical theory would be that this person was just emotional upset about seeing yeah that's, that's, that's exactly like, what and then was, my yeah. my follow-up question is it's a but you know, it's, you know, very <laughs> emotions are real. A lot of realism to it for a lot of people. You can have emotions yeah. for fake things, you know. Sure. <laughs> I, but I it's like, well, like what? <laughs> I don't know. You remember? Think about remember? Yeah. You remember Rogue One? Shut up, Judah. Do you remember the tears? That's our Budapest. Don't you remember, talk about it. You remember <laughs> when you made it rain? <laughs> Shut in you Hollywood. Made it rain. <laughs> right, you got out some ones and you just started, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it would have been horrible if that had. I think they did a great job. That's by far, honestly. Sure, when we first see Nick Fury in the first Iron Man. Sure, when we see Thanos, cool, cool, cool. But this, by far, though, my favorite wow, after credit scene wow. ever. Wow, because it, it. What about it, Adam Warlock? That well, he's teased. <laughs> that was remember that, that one has it come out. That was so remember stupid. that one is yeah. never coming. the most useless after credit scene I've ever but seen. This, no, I th- I'm going to make the claim. This is by far, I think, my favorite after credit scene any, at, ever because they did a really good job of like how do we plant these things throughout the movie how do we play with our audience emotion and then how do we just kind of fucking flip it yeah know, 19 times that was, upside down that was uh surprisingly like a w- a good move self-aware yeah i don't know if that's yeah. the right yeah self-aware I, by marvel self-aware i, I kind of yeah. i would agree with you if they had cut it and kind of cut out the vow part oh because the vow part even when she shows her the hawkeye picture and it's like hawkeye Mm. It's just kind of stupid. It was kind of cheesy. Did you think the picture looked the picture was stupid? First of all, it's, it's like Jeremy Renner just being like, "Guys, he had a rough night." That's that's really me. <laughs> He's got some issues. Real quick, uh, Hawkeye impression. Go. God. Uh, there we go. Oh, 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 oh Hawk, uh, Hawkeye impression is. What are we even doing here? Nothing really matters. Remember Age of <laughs> Ultron? It's like, I'm a guy with a bow. What are we even doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking to Wanda? But yeah. I, I feel like that part was just kind of lame. Like the the, the showing the Hawkeye picture, the music yeah. choice there was just kind of like, this is not cool. Yeah. I'm like, it, you kind of took away the, the the emotion of her saying, mm. you know, seeing her sister and saying goodbye and having that tender moment. And I get, like, they love to connect stuff and have that connective tissue, but I think it would have been fine to just cut it there because yeah. it would be a nice reveal to see, like, Val's around and... No, no, no. Oh, cut you said cut before her. Cut before Val, gotcha. honestly. Like, yeah. you can still include that somewhere else, you know? The second after credits. Yeah, the second after. Make that the mid-credits, then make that an after credits. So well, no, you, <laughs> need the, you need the mid-credits for... I don't know. Why did you need the mid-credits scene with uh, Natasha getting the Quinjet? They just wanted to connect it all the way to yeah um, Infinity War. Infinity War. That was it. Because they show her with the blonde hair. By the way, so she just gets captured and then is out in two weeks. She provided them Wait for with Black Widow too. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. Uh, so this wasn't explained very well. Yeah, you laugh. Do you remember when she was downloading all of that data from the? Yeah. Well, she get, no, but she gives that to Yelena. 
Oh, she didn't keep a she, copy she for gives, herself? She gives that to Yelena why to, she, why for them to go take down then the Then he gives program. it to them, and it's like, here, here's some do information, think, and then I have my freedom think, now. Do you think uh, Triple Immunity. Bypass Mustache McGee cares? he cares about abomination? No, no, he becomes so he he sets up abomination. Yeah, in the Incredible Hulk, but Thaddeus Ross. Uh, becomes the Red Hulk mm-hmm. in the comics. He is confirmed to appear in She-Hulk, and I have a theory that they're repopulating him back in, and they're showing, like, he's feeble, and he's getting weaker, he's getting older. He's going to get desperate. He's going to get... Be- yeah. He's going to become Red Hulk in She-Hulk. Yeah. That's that's my... And that's, uh, that's, and that's, that's, and that's the thing that's interesting, because, like, the previous time Natasha sees the general, yeah. they're sitting around a table, and he brings up that he had a triple bypass... Bypass. Bypass. And, <laughs> and then, you know, this this movie takes place essentially a couple of days after Civil War. Or uh, during, right? Because they said... Um, no, no, it's after. It's after Civil War. Cause, but they said they had them locked up. Remember, Chris Evans at the end, or Captain America at the end of Civil War, breaks them out. Yeah, so that piece, that uh, that's an end credit scene. It's at the very end, yeah. But, then, but so I, so but technically that's still part of the movie. Oh, my so God. So it's in between that. That's what I'm saying. Sure, this sure, is sure. This is somewhere in between... Kind of during Civil War. Majority of the events of Civil War are over yes. and done. Because remember, Taskmaster is watching a fight of oh, Hawkeye right. and Black yeah. Panther fighting. Right. They're in jail. Yes. yes. They're all jailed up. But this might, there might be some events that coincide with Cap, Iron Man, and Winter Soldier fighting. No. At the same time. Just nope. Are you trying to tie in Clone Wars, the final season, and Episode 3? Yeah, no, Marvel's running out of real estate, so they just got to like have the same scene. <laughs> Wait, did you watch Bad Batch today? I have not watched it yet. Time uh, to spoil I'm it. starting to hate Star Wars. I'm just going to say that. Really? Uh, yes. Wow. And he's just, Ravi's just... Never mind. He's being we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Is he trolling it again? Yeah. I'm never. I don't troll. I don't even know what that word means. Yeah, dinosaurs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, we'll skip over that piece over here let's get into bold predictions for the future of marvel uh specifically our segment that i like to call reckless speculation the future of marvel in general or specifically related to black widow events yes that one um no i just meant in general (laughs) oh really oh yeah whatever you want to say well i mean can we bring in loki (laughs) sure yeah. Well, uh, real quick. So, yeah, speaking, I watched the episode speaking of Lo- speaking of Loki, so we're talking episode five. Yeah. I had a weird, goofy ass theory that I mean, a lot of people did w- that there would be some kind of tie-in, and I really wanted it to be es- essentially Black Widow's running in the oh, foreground, oh, oh, and you oh. see a Loki variant or something just pop up in the background and then pop away. I really wanted that. I haven't seen anything like that. Maybe in the two weeks there'll be a digital recut release. And they'll put it there. I don't know. Um, but but do you guys? How do you guys feel about the fact that Marvel has a Disney Plus show currently running? Mm-hmm. Marvel also drops a movie. Supposedly, Kevin Feige says there's this thing called connective tissue. Sure. Even though we saw what he did with ABC's Carta and Agents of Shield and Netflix. Well, James Defenders. Gunn. So Jay, I don't know if you saw it, James Gunn was tweeting recently. Oh god. The director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He should probably stay game. off Twitter. And somebody asked him of like connective tissue to like Agents of Shield and he's like, "Bro, he's like we never considered any of those or Netflix shows MCU canon." Like the the, the filmmakers at least don't. Yeah. So uh, it's they don't cons- they don't even know what it is. You know what a director should do when they're asked about connective tissue in one of these large franchises? Send them to a Wikipedia page about connective tissues in the human body, tendons and ligaments, and then just call it a day. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's gross. I don't know if that would work because I feel like connective tissue in the body actually functions properly. Yes, as should. opposed to how Marvel treats. Oh, oh man, I, I think to your Loki point, yeah. This because this movie was delayed so much. Yeah. If there was any type of synergy that was supposed to happen, it got knocked out by. Well, COVID. I think Val is that synergy sure, piece. Yeah. I don't that, think it's, but that, yeah, I don't beyond think that. Sh- I don't think. I I don't think. <laughs> Val's Mephisto. I, oh, oh she is. Gonna, she's behind the TV. And Mephisto is the sun thing of Thanos, and Val has purple hair. Thanos. Oh no. I'm gonna leave. And the sister of Kang the Conqueror. Well, you know what's kind of cool though the Thanacopter, Thanos, Thanacopter, and that's a real thing. Yeah, it's like it's it's kind of like up there with the Spider-Man car. Oh yeah, and uh, some of the other weird. Like why why have these vehicles? Why is Thanacopter thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, yeah, let's get into bold predictions. God, I don't. We've we've there we've. I feel like we've 
almost emptied our bag of predictions at this point. It's like, go ahead. Do you have one? You're about to say uh, mine's going to be super safe. Nice. I do think there will be another Loki will die. Black Widow movie. <laughs> really? And there, this has oh, been talked about in interviews yeah. in recent days. The director has said she would love to do another one. She said, obviously, it will not be brought likely with Scarlett Johansson, but <laughs> there are other characters in the movie. It could be about, obviously, you could have Elena. You could even do something with Alexi. You could do something with Melina. You know, you could have those characters come back. I felt, you know, that family dynamic was obviously super important. Family. In the movie, family. <laughs> and you could... You could have do, you could have a follow up that <laughs> deals with the aftermath the, the the absence of Natasha right yeah you know one of the things that obviously happened in Marvel was the the uh, the blip and who got snapped away who didn't did some of them get snapped away mm-hmm. did some of them did not did they do stuff in between like there there's actually the there's well does Yelena look like she is roughly because if that scene is after the blip so that's five years after the blip mm-hmm. she would have aged. Roughly seven years. Right. So does she look like she's aged seven years or two years? We don't know. And then th- that's the other yeah. thing with, like, Val. Do we know if, like, Val was blipped away and she had been doing whatever she had been doing for the five years in between the blip? Like, there are some questions there. Well, she's Mephisto, so it's okay. <laughs> we, we have a request know. We have a request in the comments. Um, to uh, They want to see Lerman. So uh, I don't know if you want to cut to the white there. Um Wave to the camera. Uh, it's called uh, the the person is again. I don't know head. if the people want to be called out. Well, <laughs> well they they, they, have they I have a f- I have a theory about who this is, but they want Mephisto? us to talk about. It's they want us to stop talking about Marvel and start talking about Witcher, and then they threatened Witcher. us. They said, "Don't ignore me. You'll be sorry." So I, I have a theory about who that is, um, but uh, I won't give them the address. Uh, but yeah, I think they could do a Black Widow too. You know, you talked about the geopoliticalness. Like, I think there's a lot of interest you could do with the whole Widow program, where it is. There's obviously, like, thousands <laughs> Arjuna, of Arjuna, the, the Widow program's on the ground, smashed to pieces. No, but in ter- <laughs> but there's obviously there's obviously a ton of women who are still widows out there, right? So... Right, yeah, you're going to free the widows. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, I mean... No, 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 no we don't. We, we, yeah, it's just a funny... It's just a funny... It's like, oh, there's a lot of widows out there. We understand that. But, so, I think you could do a follow-up that with Elena, with Melina, with Red Guardian. I think there's a lot of interest there, too. Like... There's a lot of backstory with Alexi that's kind of touched upon of like, how was he so high up and ended up in jail? And what was he like as the Red Guardian? Obviously, like, he's well past his prime. So you could do you could do a lot of stuff there. Um, I, I think there's there's a lot to do with these characters. And sure. They should all be showing up in a Black Widow sequel or in, in some type of Disney Plus show or maybe just more Marvel stuff. But, like... I certainly we know this isn't the end of Yelena's character. I certainly hope it's not the end of like Rachel Wise's uh, Melina and David Harbour's uh, Alexi slash Red, Red Guardian. Guardian. Oh, well, I have a bold I, prediction. I oh let's hear your, before yeah get, let's get into your bold prediction and then I want to kind of end it before our big question with um, a ridiculous statement. So your bold prediction: um, Hawk Eye will die in Hawkeye. <laughs> I mean, that feels pretty <laughs> obvious. It <laughs> also feels like, like I, you want to hear something? You want to hear a real dick? You hear a real that's dick it, statement? Here's a real dickhead statement. I feel like Disney really wants that to happen because that's a oh, huge liability that they can just, you know, sweep under the rug. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> Boom. There you it's are. gone. Uh, we're not getting. We'll yeah. talk about that. Char- Michael Charlie Renner um, drama. Anyway, go. my big uh, question to for you guys before we ask the, the famous question of this podcast famous. very simple question this movie comes out after uh black widow natasha dies in endgame natasha black widow has been a part of the avengers since the original avengers film in one. 2012 every single uh character who is an avenger had a their own kind of movie including the hulk yes it wasn't the actor that ultimately played the hulk um, not hawkeye you know, uh, not Hawkeye, sure. Not Hawkeye as well. <laughs> but he's getting a TV show. Yeah. He's getting a TV show. But my question, for you, my question for you all is, if the world worked a little bit differently and we were more back then acceptable or accepting of female-led superhero films, do you think this story as it is currently, hmm. if it came out in a more logical sense where Kevin Feige has said, or had said a long, long time ago, we are making our movies in a chronological order, and we don't want to go back. But clearly, we've seen now, yeah, this yeah. is the second film. Yep. It's the second female-led film. Much better than the first one. Much better than the first one. Ooh. But it's the second female, and I, I want to bring this up as a point, because it's the second female-led film where it doesn't play, take place in 
chronological order of the MCU timeline. Sure. We are going back. We have already established events. Do you think this story would still be impactful if, let's say, this did come out immediately after Civil War, before So Infinity minus War. the end credit scene, basically. Correct, yeah. Um, I don't think it actually would have been, because I think the movie was structured in a way that you know the events and what's going to happen to Natasha. And it's... <coughs> Even though she is the main character, I think Krishna said it. It's like some of our f- your favorite scenes are the scenes not with her. Yeah. Either. Um, yeah, with like Yelena. And, and for I think example. I think that would have been more of an issue mm-hmm. if she was still alive in the in the proper MCU. I almost look at it like Solo, right? Because like Solo, the prequel came out. He had already died in the current timeline, right? right. He died in Episode Seven. He was you know gone. his Endgame. Right, you knew you knew oh. how he's gonna die, and it almost takes off the pressure of like that solo movie because you're like, oh, I guess I already know the the pressure. I can just kind of enjoy the ride or whatever the story. And then be introduced to new characters, introduced to new characters, new elements within the MCU. And I think the movie did that in a successful way. Like I think that's why the Elena character is so popular. I think that's why a lot of people love Red Guardian. Like they were able to do that while also while also deepening the understanding of this character. If it had come out before, I think it would have had to have been a different movie, a different story. I don't think it would have worked in the way they can. I think they actually did a good job constructing this movie to come out when it did. Uh, so we got uh, some comments here. Um, Disney Plus, more like Disney Dunce, am I right? I, I oh think we know who this is uh, on this. Uh, it's it, can, it, can, it can only be the, the one dad? and only, uh, you know. Kids, I think. I'm going to dox them. What's your bold prediction? My bold prediction? Yeah. I don't have any. You have to have to come up with one. I have yeah. literally nothing. You have to come up with one. Go okay, ahead. Fine. Here we go. Just say Hawkeye Just will live. Just say the craziest thing. They recast Hawkeye. Val is actually a descendant of Thanos that used the multiverse of madness to come back, take her throne as the Hydra Queen, and is basically pitting all these fuckers against each other because the plan is to ultimately bring back Thanos. And Thanos is really the big villain of Phase 4, not a Kang or anybody like that, because Disney and Marvel thinks that their fan base is kind of stupid and need one villain to rally behind. One villain to rule them all. I stopped listening after the first. I wrote it down. Thank you. A couple words. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You dick. (laughs) Okay. Uh, anyway, I think it is that time. I'll start. Krishna, go ahead and start. I'm Marjuna. No, I looked at Krishna. You looked at me. And said <laughs> no, I looked at that's Krishna. weird. <laughs> I'm scared. Krish Juna, go ahead, start. You said Krish Juna. So which, which which of us start? Everybody asks somebody <laughs> at the same time. All right, ready? All no, 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 don't do that. Oh, okay, go ahead, Arjuna. Ravi. Hello. Was Black Widow. Parentheses 2020. Good. <laughs> Caught that cup. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the movie was good. And I want to put this on record on our pod, which, you know, is a do. record. It's a record. It's going to exist probably before, long before we are. I want to say, yes, watching the movie was great. The story and everything was interesting. I had a lot of fun in terms of what I was shown. The movie experience of going to AMC on a Thursday night oh. in 90 plus degree weather. It was probably not 90 degrees, but it was really, really it was warm. Hot. And AMC being a bunch of cheap asses, that was not a great experience. And I am kind of questioning the watching movies in the theater, to be quite honest. So yeah. that was the most revealing. Our, our, our podcast is going to take a hit. <laughs> nope, we're switching to cable television. <laughs> Let's do it. Our, fa- our 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 age demo has gone up forty years. We nice. would be <laughs> the loyal group. Fucking aliens, like they have money too. Yeah. Ooh. Time uh, to pivot, guys. What kind of brands do you think cater to like six, fifty and sixty year olds? Last mom and dad. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh man, mom, Duracell <laughs> batteries. Duracell <laughs> built tough. <laughs> no, nope, that's that's Ford. That's Ford. <laughs> that Ford is built tough. <laughs> Some laxatives. Krishna, what do you think I'm going to ask you? <laughs> what do you think I'm going to ask you? Krishna, was Black Widow lost in the multiverse? Oh, wow. That's good. not what that is. Yeah. I didn't see that movie. Was Black Widow starring Scarlett Johansson good? It was good. Uh, best part of the movie was not Scarlett Johansson. It was uh, David Harbour bu- and the, Florence All the butt Pugh. shots? <laughs> Oh my! Oh we didn't even talk about the no, twenty-five butt shots. Yep. Um, 
Was that was that like a Disney thing? Just being like, we we have to do this? family. It's about oh family. Uh, There's gonna be a movie for everyone. Um, so, but yeah, no, I thought David Harbor uh, killed it. Uh, Florence Pugh was a revelation. I can't wait to see uh, how what you know, else she does for Marvel and her other movies. Are you gonna watch Midsummer? I'm gonna watch Midsummer. Yeah. Ooh, no. Have you seen Midsummer? No. You've seen it. it. No. You should watch it. You know, I think you'd actually like it. Uh, so you won't uh, sleep, but you like I've it. been told. I've been told it's a, it's it's disturbing, obviously, but it's a very beautiful movie, beautifully shot. Guys, I already. Okay, so my closet in my bedroom doesn't have a door, yeah. so when you look at it, it's just a black void, right? So anyone that has trouble sleeping would know that waking up in the middle of the night and seeing a black void—it's very unsettling. All right, I'm going to give you an ultimatum. So I put a nightlight in there. I saw that. Or so how many nightlights do I have to put in my room, my bedroom now if I watch Midsummer? Just one. All more. right, Ravi, by next Monday, yes. you have to watch Midsummer or Mad Max. The Mad choice Max is, it is. The choice is yours. Wow. That's a good choice. That's, I, I know. Uh, they're both amazing. I'm doing Mad Max. <laughs> Best choice. Arjuna, was Black Widow good? Yes, it was. I'm surprised we were unanimous on this. What really? I, I thought I actually think this is like a was I a thought Ryu, I really thought Ryu would have said no. I think it was a we're family. <laughs> family sticks it's together. It's a fun, entertaining. Hold on. It's a fun, family sticks together. It's a fun, entertaining Marvel movie. It's the first Marvel movie we've had in two years. Yeah, yeah. right. It's the first movie since Far From Home, but the first pure Marvel movie with no Sony influence since yep. Endgame. Uh, and it was it was just nice to see a Marvel movie. I also honestly. believe though, like the movie experience is another big factor because sure. yeah. you know we all got Absolutely. to the theater early. We're hanging out. We're talking about theories. Having some beers. We have we we get food. We're talking. You know, during the thirty fucking minutes of intros, and then after the movie, we're immediately dissecting it. I do like you said, Christian. You were surprised that I said yes. I yeah. truly believe if I watched this movie solo or just with Lauren here without everybody here and I was able to pause it, go do something, come back, I probably would be like, nah, fuck this movie. Really? So I really think being locked up in a dark room with a bunch of strangers the movie experience made is me important. like it. The movie yeah, experience very, is important. Yeah. You, you lock in on the movie. We have to retrain our And I'm not saying Christopher fans. Nolan is right because he's an idiot. Wow. But he no, might have something. No, about the movie experience. So he's right about... He's right about the movie experience. Yeah, he was just it. wrong about everyone going to see it. Go to this movie or die. Yeah, exactly. Like choosing <laughs> a really bad situation. That was what he was wrong about. Um, and on that note, before we get out of here, as always, we live stream these podcasts on YouTube.com. We have a couple of last-minute comments that flew in. Christian, you want to bring them up? Uh, Midsummer is good. Also hereditary. Uh, hereditary. Um, uh, and then... It's uh, tag your hat. Hit, hit. Tag your hat. Uh, also, solo with Lauren, and then damn. Because you're saying just watching it solo with oh. Lauren. Solo with Lauren. It's, you're so kind of like you're, in, you're, oh. in, you're saying you're by yourself when and Lauren's and, with and you. And thank you for <laughs> tuning in on the podcast. Like I said, every Monday and Friday we do these pods live on YouTube.com/slash Was It Good. You can follow us on Twitter at Was It Good and on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Our next podcast is. Definitely next Friday, and it is going to be on what, Arjuna? The Loki finale. Series? Season finale. We'll find out. Yes. Some finale. of uh, we the finale of this batch of episodes. And again, if we do decide to do a pod this coming Monday, follow us on uh, Twitter at Was It Good to find out and jump in and join in the conversation. And with that, goodbye.